Yo, this is Winner, um, your host, and um, today I'll be signing you guys up for this season, the episode two of the season one of this podcast. Yeah, as you know, this is the open podcast, the podcast where you know we get to talk about stuff, we get to talk about issues that are affecting third world countries, especially Nigeria. The podcast where we get to talk about societal values and and just a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, so um today we have variety of topics for you guys as you as you should know um so i'm just i'm just get to it, yeah and today i'm really pressing on the podcast so just just, just accept with me man just just flow with the trend man whatever so um today i'm going to be talking about today okay let me just let me just explain the aspect i'm going to now so i'm going to the trending of the week and I'm going to be talking about Ponzi schemes now. Like this whole thing, like let me like try and lay groundwork here. So like this whole thing came about when um on Twitter recently, people have been losing money to a particular Mrs. Um blessing from Binomo Ventures or something, and so, so people have been uh, putting it out there, uh, so others would know that this is what is happening. And I feel like you know I should like take a rap on that. And I feel like we really don't know what a Ponzi scheme is. So, like, let me just try and explain a Ponzi scheme, yeah, to people. So, like, a Ponzi scheme is a fraudulent investing scam that is promising high rate of return with, like, little risk to investors. And, um, and, um, like, the problem in a Ponzi scheme starts when investors' money, you know, starts to dry up. Like, it's like, it's like a pyramid scheme kind of thing, like when when the last person that invests money into the scheme you know just like just like a round all around distribution of people's money that kind of thing i don't know how to like say it in a particular form but then it's a way where someone puts in money and then that money is used to pay someone else and then another person's money is used to pay someone else so the problem in the ponzi scheme starts to happen when investors no longer put in money or when money is no longer enough yeah so as you can see i'm, I'm kind of trying to get into the flow quickly so that you know the reading can can go well yeah so i said we have invest like the problem starts when investors money gets dried up quickly and then the money is not enough to go around now the problem with this thing is the exchange is an arbitrage as is it is it isn't illegal like yeah i'm, I'm not a legal person but then someone that is into that line of work should be able to interpret to people that this kind of thing is illegal now like um i'm talking about it because like people are like this thing is really popping now like this time when everyone is at home people are really jobless and no everybody's on their phone everybody's doing nothing and all this gift award lpv i don't want to be putting anybody out there i'm just i'm just kind of like saying the popular ones that i think i know you know all these all these things you know they've been they've been they've been they've been giving us out and people are really losing money to them and if you think if you think you want to do it well congratulations to you i don't know so like this 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 thing and i mean like after mmm i know like when mmm came the other time everyone thought you know after the whole thing crashed no one is gonna venture into something like that anymore 
but luckily or should i say unfortunately unfortunately for people we still find them still doing it so and and i said it's not illegal because like when mmm closed up there was there was nobody to arrest there was nobody arresting anybody i mean it was a national scam it was everywhere man so and there was nobody to arrest for it so let me just let me just like give out let me just like give out some points that i should look out for when you are investing in all when you are making an investment things you should check out for to know maybe probably it's a scam now number one when there's a guaranteed promise of high return with little risk when someone is telling you oh if you pay us twenty thousand, we are going to give you we are going to double it and in three days trust me I'm, I'm i'm not sure that's that's a viable investment number two if there is a consistent flow of return regardless of market conditions like let me let me try let me try like talk about that one because like I, I i don't know much about forex i want to know but then i don't but i i, I think i think there is something that affects your the amount you invest into it when when that thing when that thing that you see on them um, nta news at, at nine or oh, is it nine yeah nine when that guy like standing beside that chat and just showing you something that is going on at nine it's like and dangote's talk went up and you've seen that red arrow i know they like these things they, these investments are affected by you know market conditions and all of those stuff i don't know about it that much so when you are seeing an investment that is guaranteeing you consistent return without taking note of all those market conditions okay congratulations to you also number three is if it's an unregistered business please don't don't just go into it. especially if it is not registered with these guys um security and um exchange commissions that's the sce sec sorry if it is not registered i'm i'm, I'm not gonna tell you to do it like it is it is it is probably going to be a shallow <laughs> A shallow grave for you man or shallow, i don't know whatever it's not it's not going to be good man number four if you are not allowed to view official paperwork for the investment like seriously why would you even think of putting your money into a business into into an investment in giving to somebody transferring to some 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 doubling scheme and you don't even know the groundwork of who you are giving it to where your money is going to whatever like it is it's just basically risky yeah, and just in just one way number five when you're facing difficulty removing your money now like i feel like i feel like this number five i feel like this number five concerns people that have done nnu shout out to ikeda <laughs> yeah so if when you're when you're facing difficulty removing your money seriously like when you make investment and then maybe you want to like withdraw oh i'm not doing it again oh i'm done oh okay i've gotten this and this i'm not i'm let me just take this amount out of it oh i lost okay good let me just get it out of it you should when, you, when you're having difficulties getting back your money I, I don't i don't i don't know what to say um also like this 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 Ponzi scheme is not just related, it's not just limited to what's it called, it's not just limited to um, MMM and all those kind of things. It's also, it's also related to all these um, site data, site traffic or something. 
um all this nmu i don't know that they tell you pay this social amount and then be retweeting no not retweeting be checking up our news be adding us on facebook or something like that at pays i don't know there are a lot outside and just one word don't don't fall victim to this to this kind of things and if you want to do it make sure you do your background checks very well make sure you you know verify in total verify everywhere man you know just 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 as as like basically all i have to say to you guys on um the trending of the week i just want you guys to know that these things are real people are losing every money people are losing every cash to to things you can easily you know avoid so if you are listening to the podcast stay safe not not just eat wisely stay safe financially and use your brain yeah thank you so moving on to the next segment um this is the extraordinary segment um today we're going to be looking at a very con- uh, controversial figure today because like you know we're bringing up topics about you know fraudulent acts or bringing up topics about ponzi schemes so today we're going to be talking about someone very different and before i go into it i just want you guys to know that this podcast does not in any way support any fraudulent or you know criminal act don't don't go into saying you heard it from one podcast nah okay so knowing that fully well i'm going to be introducing you guys to someone and that person is sisoko babaniyang now this guy is a very controversial figure because like uh, he is he, he's, he's a <laughs> i don't say he's in malia he is from mali yeah let me just put that way i don't say he's in malia he's from mali yeah so um to people outside Mali, is is like is like this demon, like he's like this evil criminal that should be convicted. But then within Mali, he's like this loving guy, he's like the savior of the country, he's like the Robin Hood of the masses, essentially. So so like let me just get into the story. So like little is known about about this guy's childhood. Like people don't really know much about him. But then he got into the picture August 1995. Um, he walked into basically he walked into he walked into a bank went to the manager's office told the manager he wanted it he was he went to request for a car loan and then when he got the car loan he invited the manager that's the manager's name is mohammed ajub yeah he invited the bank manager over to his house yeah so sisoko sisoko babani that's the person i'm talking about sisoko babani invited the manager over for dinner and then during the dinner while they were having conversation Sisoko introduced the manager to a business investment, just exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, so Sisoko, you know, introduced the manager to a business investment, and then um, you know, he told him he had charm, he had all of these things that his money cannot fail, this and that, and this and those, everything. He made the story very clear. I don't know what he told the man, he just gave it to the man, and you know, people people tend to trust in this kind of nonsense too much, like oh god i don't even know what to say so the guy the happy bank manager you know brought money over seeing that oh no yeah this is a very good investment he gave the guy like a little money the guy changed sisoko changed it for him doubled the money for him the first time so now like this is a satisfied <laughs> customer so sisoko saw that oh sorry like the bank manager saw that this is this is opportunity for him and since he had opportunity like he had access to millions of dollars to like because he's the bank manager to the dubai islamic bank like that's like the big 
biggest government bank in Dubai. So since the bank manager saw that he had access to millions of dollars, so he started transferring cash. And when I say cash, I'm not talking of just normal cash. I'm saying millions of dollars over to you know Sissoko's account. And within three years, he transferred over 180 million to several of Sissoko Babali's accounts. I know, and in different places, and I feel like the guy should even be suspicious because, like, he was not depositing it to one account, he was depositing the money to different, different accounts. And I don't know how you know the bank manager was brainwashed up to that extent. I don't know how Sisoko was able to like pull that trick out. The guy just kept dropping money, expecting double, dropping money, expecting double that wall. After I'm, I'm done doing all of this for like this amount of time, when this guy is gonna double my money, he's gonna give me double, and then I'm just gonna pay back the bank and get my cash out. So the guy is seeing the venture, and you know, Sisoko is just currently getting out the cash, and then so it it was heavy because like within those three years, oh, I mean, 180 million dollars from a bank, you can convert that to naira and see how much it's worth. The bank almost went bankrupt. I mean, like it took the you know assistance of the government you know to get the bank up and so Sisoko after he duped that guy Sisoko moved on he went to the United States and also in the United States funny enough he used his strategy again he walked straight into the bank went over to the cashier or is it an accountant or a teller whatever wherever the person that the person that sits at the bank of the at the back of the box in the bank is called he went over to her you know gave her some sweet talk blah 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 and just within few minutes few time got married to her so she used the cashier to like take out up to 100 million dollars from that bank also like god that's a so cool guy he, he must he must really be good at what he's doing man like you just walk into a bank oh babe <laughs> how you doing this morning oh i'm good so my name is Sisoko. yeah follow me to my house i'm going to marry you let's see how you sent okay so now today you're going to go and withdraw 50 million for me and i'm I just i'm just trying to like figure out how the whole thing is gonna go so apparently this that's what you do you just marry people you, you marry women you know get them to go into banks get money for him i don't know how that works come back and just go away and he made a lot of cash i mean like and with the money you know like they say with money comes power or something like that so with the money he had so many influential friends like he he had friends that were senators in the united states he had friends that were billionaires he had a lot of friends and so like also he used the money to like open an airline in mali like he opened the air derby or something and then table stunned he bought an helicopter for the mali air force and while he was buying the helicopter he tried bribing them he tried bribing them there so they took him over to the united states and blah 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 this and this a lot of things happened there and then he was charged to court for bribery so because he knew people i mean like when he went for trial the president of mali was around for his trial in the united states so the united states had to like give him like 
set him on bail so he was given a 14 million bail and then later he was found guilty but then because he gave money to a lot of people he was released after serving half of his terms was released and then he went back to mali so when he get, went back to mali he quickly ran back to mali because they were looking to extra extra they were looking for extradition for him i think that's like a law like a prison in that country yeah so they were, they, were, they were just trying to do that to him and then he ran to mali and because mali was in no connection with any foreign country on anything it was it was free and funny enough the first bank manager that was saying had to serve three years imprisonment yeah i served three years imprisonment and you know sisoko babani was just in mali enjoying his life in fact he was member of parliament in mali for 12 years like he was basically balling and and the people that you know the people that got the money for him were were suffering on the other end he, he was it was even rumored that you know he, he he gave money to the president of mali to get a presidential job so like this kind of <laughs> like this kind of person um i i i wouldn't want to say he's um he's a good person but then i wouldn't want to say he's a bad person also i'm just i'm just going to allow it to flow man i'm just going to let it fly but then like if giving to my own line of thoughts i would i would say like you you like i would just like say kind of thing i'm, I'm like i'm just going to say you you you, you can't you can't do can't keep doing good because because like um you so you know someone can feel like ascribing that he's a good person because you know he gave to the poor he helped his country develop and blah 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 blah. but then i'm not going to do that because like your good is only good when 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 you don't stain your you know your record or your your white or whatever i'm uh, and also like your, your your white in fact speaking of the white your white is is only white when when you, you've not stained it so like the moment you you meant to pour black on your white the white is no longer white so like i'm not going to say anything but then i'm just i'm just gonna let it fly yeah so that's so cool I, I feel like it's been cool you getting to know about this episode i hope to see you guys on the next episode this is kind of brief because i don't want to waste you guys, you guys time yeah, and I would love you guys to catch me up. Yeah, so check out this podcast on all streaming websites, on streaming app, Apple Podcasts. The old, uh, you just use the search word, the open podcast by Olokede Winner. Google Podcasts were there. And check out our website too, www.theopenpodcast.blogspot.com. No space in between. Yeah, and then subscribe to our podcast on Google, on Anchor, on made on all podcasts basically, and just just send us a voice message. It's appreciated. You find the link on the bio or on Anchor. Thank you. <laughs>